There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Thursday, February 29th. I'm Mark Dent, and I'm here with Ben Berkeley, and we are extremely pleased that you are spending this extra day, this leap day with us on The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to talk about a CEO who really stepped in it. This is something that happens often, but this week's offender was Kellogg's CEO, Gary Pilnick, who suggested that cash-strapped families put cereal on the dinner table to save money, much to the internet's chagrin. How bad were his comments and why did they piss off so many people? We're gonna chat about that in a bit, but first let's give you a quick rundown of everything else happening in the world of business and tech. Starting off, crypto people are partying like it's 2021. That's because Bitcoin hit $60,000 for the first time since November of 2021. That marks a 40% jump in value so far this year and a 20% increase just this week. But it wasn't all good news in crypto land. There's apparently such a thing as mo crypto, mo problems, I guess. That's because Coinbase's popular crypto trading app had a glitch on Wednesday and it displayed a balance of zero when many users opened their accounts. Coinbase assured its panicked customers that their assets were safe. Moving on to Tesla, the car company is going to unveil its updated Roadster later this year with plans to ship the high-performance electric sports car next year. This is according to CEO Elon Musk, who it should be noted also promised a new Roadster back in 2017. So maybe don't hold your breath. In news that you might have noticed, Microsoft Word changed its default font from Calibri to Aptos after 17 years. The new typeface rolled out across Word, PowerPoint, Outlook, and Excel. But for anyone who's not a big fan of that, you can join me in the movement to bring back Times New Roman. Meanwhile, in aviation news, the FAA gave Boeing 90 days to craft a quality control improvement plan amid an investigation into the door plug that blew off during an Alaska Airlines flight. Ben, this is a pretty stern warning here from the FAA. Yeah, this just has that feeling of a scolded school child and the child clearly did something very wrong in this case, but you still kind of feel bad. Like this is just like, this is this is also like employee on a performance plan. Like this is just a really rough thing to have if you're Boeing. Um, 90 days is not necessarily a lot of time when you're dealing with something really technical and trying to solve such a huge problem at scale. So they're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, well, one could argue that doing things too quickly was maybe why Boeing got into this mess in the first place. So I don't know, maybe 90 days is fair. Okay, and finally, we have an update from Wendy's. The restaurant has clarified that when it said its new digital menu boards would enable dynamic pricing, a term popularized by Uber for surging prices when demand is at its highest, well, Wendy says it didn't actually mean that it's going to adopt the same pricing practice. To them, dynamic pricing means something else entirely. Wendy's did not describe exactly what this dynamic pricing is, 
but they have basically walked back all the different kind of suggestions that this would mean you'd be paying a lot more for your burgers and fries during lunchtime and dinner. We're going to have to wait and see exactly what I guess this dynamic pricing ends up being. Today, we're talking about inflation and grocery store prices and basically like how you should not explain them if you're a CEO. Over the last couple of days, the internet has boiled over after Kellogg's CEO, Gary Pilnick, recommended people just stop buying chicken and replace it with something a little bit less hearty. Ben, first off, how many bowls of Fruit Loops did you eat to prepare for this podcast? And second, what exactly is happening here? So first off, obviously, thank you for asking. I had so many that Toucan Sam materialized in my home and <laughs> personally thanked me. But what is happening here is you have a CEO, in this case, we're talking again about Gary Pilnick from Kellogg's, who went on CNBC, you know, he's talking about food prices, clearly just like felt like he hit a home run with his appearance. And it was much more like a dinky pop-up to the catcher. Like it just kind of really stepped in it. I think we can actually roll the quotes here and just hear it from him before we kind of break it down. The cereal category has always been quite affordable and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. So some of the things that we're doing is first messaging, we got to reach the consumer where they are. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner. If you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. And that clip was from CNBC and the anchor responded with a quick follow-up. I'm all for innovation and marketing, but the idea of having cereal for dinner, uh, is there the potential for that to land the wrong way? Uh, we don't think so. In fact, it's landing really well right now. Okay, wow. So Ben, has it actually landed well? It has not. It has not at all. And, you know, I think full nuance and context applied to this. Was this the most inflammatory thing you're going to hear today? Probably not. There's no hate speech. There's no explicit, like, go to hell, poor people. But obviously at his core, this is a CEO who is making a million dollars a year as a base salary, plus a compensation package that's way higher uh, when you factor in everything else, working for a company that's coming off a year where its net sales were $2.76 billion. And they're looking at families who are experiencing economic hardship and effectively doing a victory lap over their company's positioning to increase their sales on the backs of those struggling customers. So it's, it is not a good look and the internet is having their way yeah. with Pilnick and it's, it's hard to disagree with As, it. as many uh, headlines uh, kind of described, let them eat flakes was, was, <laughs> was I think what, what people have taken away from, from those comments. And I, I find it of course galling to suggest that, you know, you could just have cereal instead of like a kind of a well-balanced dinner because, you know, some of those foods have gotten more expensive. But but just on top of that, it, it's more the fact that that cereal has gotten very expensive over the last four years in this yeah. era of inflation. Yeah, I was looking at the consumer price index, which is, you know, basically a proxy for inflation for cereal. And it's up about 25% over the last four years, according to BLS data. Now, chicken is higher. It's at like 41%. But if you look at, there's an average of, of meat, poultry, fish, and eggs, that average is up 26% over the last four years. So basically identical to cereal. So Kellogg's is getting pretty darn expensive. Cereal is getting more expensive, but I, I also think that, you know, when I'm looking at this, trying to understand really where this is coming from, I'm trying to think about 
what they're talking about internally. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're thinking about the fact that nothing that they're talking about here is particularly inflammatory within the context of what they're probably talking about everyday Kellogg's where they have had previous ad campaigns about cereal for dinner. You know, more than a quarter of their consumption is outside breakfast. And so they're looking for all these areas to grow. And when they're really focused on just a really simple analysis of cereal has risen a lot, but also compared to, you know, a packet of chicken thighs, you're still definitely spending a lot less uh, on cereal. So I feel like there is this internal logic that's applied here, but you are also just like not hearing it in an outside context. And clearly it's just like, Pilnick just didn't even realize it didn't seem because the host on CNBC gave him oh, an opportunity, opportunity to paper over his comments and he just didn't take it. No, no, he, he did not. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think at the end of the day, it, it's just recommending people to eat cereal for dinner, you know, particularly families, because I, I mean, that's like what those advertisements uh, that you were referencing. I mean, it, it literally there's like a commercial where it shows like kids and I think like a mom and a dad and they're like, let's have cereal for dinner. And it's, and it's just like, I, I mean, you know, outside of like maybe single people in like their early twenties, it just never makes a whole lot of sense to have cereal for dinner health wise. Yeah. You, I feel like everyone's missing the boat here on advertising directly to very sad 20 somethings <laughs> um, who are eating cereal yeah, exactly. in the dark. I mean, that lane was wide open. Yeah. So what a, what a miss. I feel like I would have felt seen if he had gone that that way. Yeah, and and one other thing that I that the internet has has pointed out, and and people who've been kind of following inflation, like we at the Hustle have for the last couple of years, is that you know Kellogg's. It's not just the inflation that Kellogg's has been known for. They've also been known for shrinkflation, right? Which is like this term popularized by consumer lawyer Edgar Dworsky, which is more or less where you keep your prices the same but you give people less. And, you know, in the cereal aisle, that's a pretty easy place to get away with that. And and Kellogg's has been pointed out for shrinkflation. There was at least one instance that Dorsky found where corn pops went from a 14.6 ounce box to 13.1 ounces. There was something that he also found that just really is, I mean, it, it's honestly hilarious, but it, it's a very crazy case of shrinkflation where... They used to have a family size box for cornflakes be 24 ounces. Now an 18 ounce size box is considered family size by Kellogg's. Well, I, I can say where I come from is if you eat that entire box again, Toucan Sam will at least appear to you. So there is there is one positive. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We have a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, please go get signed up at thehustle.co slash email and we'll catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. 
He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.